Chapter Four of the Tale of Dicky Deer Mouse by Arthur Scott Bailey. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Four: The Blackbird's Nest. For a few days after his visit to Mr. Crow's elm, Dicky Deer Mouse kept watch carefully of Mr. Crow's comings and goings, and he decided at last that the old gentleman liked his home too well to leave it. But Dicky was not discouraged. He had no doubt that he could find some other pleasant quarters in which to spend the summer quarters that would prove almost as airy and perhaps more convenient because they were not so high for there was no denying that mr crow's nest was a long long way from the ground so dicky began to search for birds nests and for a time he had to suffer a great deal of scolding by his feathered neighbors it must be confessed that they were none too fond of dicky deer mouse there was a story of something he was said to have done one time a tale about his having driven a robin family away from their nest in order to live in it himself that seems a strange deed on the part of any one so gentle as Dickie Deer Mouse. But old Mr. Crow always declared that it was true, and Solomon Owl often remarked that he wished Dickie Deer Mouse would try to drive him away from his home in the hollow hemlock. But during his hunt for birds' nests, Dickie Deer Mouse was careful to keep away from Solomon Owl, and his cousin Simon Screecher, and all the rest of the Owl family. He contented himself with hasty peeps into nests built by such smaller folk as blackbirds and robins and if it happened that anybody was living in one of those nests, Dickie soon found it out. For the angry owners were sure to fly at him with screams of rage and peck at his head as they darted past him. It was really not worth while getting into a fight over a bird's nest, when there was plenty of old ones in which nobody dwelt. To be sure, many of them were almost ready to fall apart. But Dickie Deer Mouse finally found one to his liking, a last year's bird's nest where two blackbirds had reared a promising family. They had not come back to Pleasant Valley, and there was their house, almost as good as new, just waiting for someone to move in and make himself at home. Nobody objected when Dickie took the old nest for his home, though many a bird in the neighborhood remarked in his hearing that he would hate to be too lazy to build a house for himself. Dickie Deer Mouse was too mild and gentle-mannered to make any reply to such rude speeches. Besides, he expected to make a good many changes in the old nest before the place was exactly what he wanted. I don't understand, he said aloud to nobody in particular, why most birds don't know how a house should be built. Of all the birds in Pleasant Valley, the only good nest builder I know is young Bill Wren. He must be a very sensible fellow, because he puts a roof on his house. Now Dickie Deer Mouse may, or may not, have known that some of his bird neighbors were near at hand watching him. Certainly they must have heard what he said, for they began to scold at the top of their voices. And one rude listener, named Jasper Jay, screamed with fine scorn, "'What do you know about building a nest?' "'Ha, ha, 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 ha!' But Dickie Deer Mouse only looked very wise and said nothing. End of chapter 4